Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Rampec. This is your host, Lorraine Ball, and with me today I have Sam Von Tobel. Hi, Lorraine. Hi, Internet. I like the new greeting. Yeah. But I, think, I think the people at home deserve a nice, a nice warm welcome. You know, this is a pretty chill, uh, very inviting podcast, so you know, I set the vibe a little bit. I like it, I like it. Uh, and full confession, this is actually version two of this particular recording because the first time Sam sprung the hello internet on me, it just sort of made me laugh for about ten minutes and I didn't think that was much of a show. Tune in in the future for our first ever MTFW gag reel, it should be a, a real hoot. <laughs> Yes, but in the meantime, let's get down to business. Yes. Sam and I today want to talk a little bit about inbound marketing. And this really started as a trend when we began to realize as marketers that people were t- tuning out of traditional marketing. They were fast-forwarding through commercials and flipping through magazines. So how does inbound marketing really flip that funnel? Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird for marketers because... People, like you said, really just tune out hard sells. People can smell an ad a mile away, and they will do almost anything to uh, to go out of its way. And uh, that really affects people's buying habits. Um, you know, instead of going to stores, I know they're going online and they're searching topics. Um, you know, how how do I know when I'm ready for a new uh, water heater, you know, instead of, you know, they don't want to call their plumber because they know they're going to get a hard sell. They'd rather just, what are the symptoms of a water heater that's failing? Um, so that's kind of where blogging comes in. Uh, you, you, you identify those key questions that your consumers have, what their needs are, what they're really going to be looking for, and you can create content specifically focused to answer those questions. And that's really the key with inbound marketing. Instead of pushing those hard messages out, you really try to cast that wider net by answering questions that customers are likely to have. Yeah, absolutely. And by doing that, not only do you answer those questions, you establish yourself as an authority. So when it does come the time, hey, I do need a new water heater. Well, these guys knew, you know, they, they gave me some really great information. They seemed to know what they were talking about. I didn't get a hard sell. You know, maybe it's not the worst idea on your blog post to include, you know, a place for a download, which we'll get to later, or, or a, uh, a place for them to contact you. But really just keep it light, keep it informative. And... So really, inbound marketing, there are kind of several steps where you move people through the funnel. And step number one, as you said, is really this very informational approach where you present those ideas, get people thinking of you as an expert, putting that informative content out there. But at some point, you got to move people into your sales funnel and so you've got to have some kind of an offer. What kind of things have you seen, Sam, that really make... Uh, encourage people to maybe give you their email address or their phone number to learn more. Yeah, it's it's kind of just going that slightly extra step up from a blog post. Um, You know, a lot of great things we see work are white papers or, you know, free workbooks or audits. You'd be surprised what people would do for for free stuff. Mm -hmm. If 
all the price of admission is, is, a, is an email address, more people than not will be willing to give that up, especially if it's relevant information to them, something that they're interested in, something they think they'll draw from. Directly from there, those email addresses that you get in return, you can plug those into your email marketing uh, because those people are obviously interested in, in what you have to what you have to say or what you have to sell. And that's really the magic, kind of creating this virtuous cycle where they start as casual visitors, you pique their curiosity, now you get them in your email program, and if you're smart, you can begin to watch which emails are they opening, which ones are they clicking on, and begin to segment them into smaller and smaller groups to provide more on-target information. Yeah, and going back to the downloads just for another minute, you know, it may seem kind of a daunting test, like, oh, I gotta put together a whole new workbook or stuff like that. If you've done blogging right and you've kind of made a collection of specific blogs, you can turn those around and easily form those into, into, a, into a download or a resource book. One of my favorite examples, I think, is our client, Randall Beans. For years and years, we, we created these recipes for them. And then eventually we looked around and said, we have so many recipes, a lot of them on the same things, cookbooks. People love cookbooks. People will gladly give their email address for a cookbook. So, you know, we have 15 or 20 soup recipes. Bam, we got a soup cookbook. And the benefit of those kind of roundup collections, you, you kind of think, well, people can just search your website and find it. They can, but they're lazy. Yeah. And so now you put it all in one collection. And if you're wondering whether or not this works, when we started the project with Randall Beans, they had 250 names on their email list. And we're topping out around 8,000 right now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been an impressive growth. Now, you can't stop there because what you want to do is with those email addresses, drive people back to your website and then pay attention. Who's opening your email? Who's clicking on things? And every time you drive them back, you can ask for a little more information. Yeah, um, and you know, whether it's just sending them strictly your monthly or bi-weekly email newsletter or getting them on kind of a drip campaign cycle where you, you week after week you send them relevant information, relevant information, try to get them to tie back, you know, it's, it's really just a way to stay in front of them, hold their attention, and kind of work their way down that funnel. And the really nice thing is that when you're paying attention to this, after a while you start gathering more information, at some point you can pick up the telephone, make a specific offer, send them a product, and maybe even sell them something. Absolutely. And that's kind of really where this, the benefit of this is. And so, closing thoughts on inbound marketing. Uh, do it. <laughs> don't, uh, don't, don't shrug it off. It's, it's really, really not as hard as it seems, and it is definitely worth your time and effort. It's, the results are pretty significant. Awesome. If you have enjoyed today's conversation, if you're looking for some resources on inbound marketing, be sure to search Roundpeg and use the term inbound marketing to find what you're looking for. And be sure to look for more than a few words wherever you listen to podcasts. Sam, thanks for joining me today. Hey, thanks, Lorraine. Anytime. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.